0: Welcome to The Elephant on the Couch, where we're finally addressing what makes us uncomfortable. This is a judgment-free space designed to finally help the elephant in the room get on the couch and start the conversation. So join us. Let's get that elephant on the couch and let's get uncomfortable. Hey everyone, welcome back to season two of The Elephant on the Couch. Welcome. We missed you guys. Yeah, I definitely missed
1: recording for a
0: Shizzle. I did too. It kind of like becomes part of your routine.
1: Uh, honestly, recording to me has turned into one of my coping mechanisms.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I missed you, microphone. I missed you. Yes, I did too. Because it, it is in a way. Even though we talk about other things i think it is kind of like healing to just talk and talk and talk and we have a lot to say (laughs) boy we've been gone for a month and let me tell you (laughs) life happened so speaking of that it was a whole we took a month off Mm -hmm. like we said we did if you follow us on social media we did start a little challenge the kindness sprinkle kindness challenge with baskets um, just our little way of putting some positivity out there into the world during this times that it's really needed. So that's what we did during our little break. We took some time for ourselves too, to, to kind of like take a break and brainstorm, recruit mm, more ideas and come up with, you know, different things to bring to this, um, space, but it was good. I liked it, but I did miss recording too. Yeah. So how was the month for you? How how are you doing?
1: Well, uh, we haven't introduced ourselves. Let's start with that. We
0: did indeed get new followers. Yes, we did. We did. Um, we do have a couple of new people here in this space. So welcome if you are new. Welcome to this space. I'm Tanya. And I am Dulce. So welcome back. Welcome. If you've been here before. Welcome back. That's it to our OGs. <laughs> like I see you. We see you goats out there. Um, And to the new ones, thank you. And thank you for being here with us. So how are you doing today? How am I? I'm excited.
1: I think season two is going to be, I think season one was like our trial and error, kind of Mm -hmm. getting our feet wet status. And I feel like season two, we're coming hard. Uh, We're excited. We have a very clear idea of what we want to do. So God willing, if everything goes well, we're gonna be more productive on what we put out and more selective on what right. we put out. So I'm I'm super excited. I this year altogether is just a hot mess here as far as like changes and expectations and life in general. But
0: uh, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I th- I I think I think season one for sure was. I mean we were new on this still not to say that we are expert experts right now season 2 but definitely season 1 we were literally starting from scratch learning maneuvering I, I, we're the podcasting still a little oh stretchy. that's why I say are not to say that we're experts on podcasting at this point but I think um, it's been good it's been a good learning opportunity how was how was your 4 weeks off it, it was There's a lot going on right now. Um, I know I said last season that I'm really trying to be honest, um, not only in the space, but just in general with myself. Uh, So it's been challenging. There is a lot of growing pains going on, a lot of changes. Um, But I am also excited because changes means new opportunities and New perspectives, refreshing everything. So I'm excited, but going through a lot right now too. Yeah. No, I <clears throat>
1: I'm in my fourth session of therapy.
0: <gasps> what? Good job. Look at and you. That's so, a whole month. <laughs> yeah,
1: we started <laughs> yeah? we started like deep thinking, needing out like nasty wounds from the past. And so when you say growing pains, I definitely I can resonate to that. But After the painful sessions and the talks and the debriefings, it really gives you, like, this energy of, like, oh, I just took
0: off this nasty shell Mm -hmm. that I no longer needed. And seeing little bits and pieces of progress, right, You you notice that difference and that it's motivation to continue to go and stick to it as much as we get carried away in life and put that in the back seat and, like, eh, that can wait. I think uh, seeing the progress sometimes is helpful in keeping the spark alive to continue to do the work. Absolutely. So we're growing here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's exciting to have you guys grow with us.
0: Yeah, so welcome back, everyone. Hope you guys are hanging in there. We understand that 2020 has been a mother of a year for all of us, for the world. Yeah. So hang in there. We see you. Teachers. I was just going to say that parents. <laughs> parents. I'm going to say parents. Parents, teachers, students, social workers, mental health professionals, doctors, frontline workers out there in the medical yes. field, first responders, everyone in general, any yeah. human being doing life in 2020, we see you hanging there. Yeah, for sure. It's, these are weird times, man.
1: So, um, do you want to talk about our episode? the first episode of season two
0: yes um, so today we're gonna be talking about dating the wonderful Ugh. world of dating mm. modern dating what's even dating so let's start there <laughs> um, well do you but first I thought maybe we can share what what is your like do you have any horrible? disaster Uh, date stories uh, that you want to share with
1: us (laughs) so out of the two i think mine is the worst one because as you guys know we debrief prior to (laughs) recording um and when she was like do you have a horror story like five of them came to my mind but like one (laughs) of them really sticks out i um uh as you guys may or may not know i am a single mother and so uh Dating online has been the most efficient thing for me because I don't really like go out a lot or have outside life because I have a child and so I You know really in this perspective of like I really want to be out there in the world And maybe there's a really good gentle soul <laughs>
0: like it. You're like, I'm ready to me. put myself out. there. Yeah,
1: for real and and so this person Had like a couple of pictures on their online profile, and it didn't have a lot of them. But I was like, ah, maybe why not? You know, like, and we had been talking for a while, and so I said, all right, let's do this. So he says, let's go ahead and meet at this like public park. It's a very popular park. I'm not gonna say which one, but here in the in the valley. And we're going to have a picnic. And I was like, "Soup's romantic, you dude. Like, I (laughs) totally want to do it. (laughs) So we go and then I get there and he lives in the back of his truck. Like a camper status back of his truck. And he was Mm -hmm. cooking when I got there. And he was like, here's our date. Look how romantic I am. I just cooked it for you. And I'm (laughs) like, okay, this is a lot to take in. He didn't look a lot like in the pictures like like it was who he was in the pictures but it just it, anyways <laughs> we start talking and I see there's like something weird in the face and then I realize he's missing teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
1: shade to people missing teeth, but it that that's a deal breaker for me. Like teeth is important. Teeth yeah. are important. A smile for me is important. And I didn't want to be superficial and mean some of the teeth were rotting like on the side so for me yeah needless to say we talked and I kind of just pushed through it. But I was, like, low-key. Like a champ. Yeah, like, I was low-key, like, freaking out. Like, what if this dude is going to, like, kill me here and pull me to the back oh. of this freaking truck? <laughs> like, I'm turning around, like, seeing people to see, like, okay, are there people that I can <laughs> like, run waving, to? Like, I'm yeah. getting help, <laughs> you know? Uh, Pushed through it. I, I'm sure he could tell I was very uncomfortable because he even made a comment about his teeth. Yeah, it
0: was just weird. <laughs> but the end (laughs) needless to say did you guys go on date number two absolutely fucking not (laughs) but that's one of the especially i mean that opens the door I, i have questions right like so people out there listening you guys if you were in a similar situation and i guess that's something that we don't even think about if you are using online dating do you even ask people if they have all their like is this something that you disclose I think this is one of the dating rules, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Right. Do you but had did he need to send you a text like, hey, full disclosure, before we meet in person, heads up, I'm missing a few teeth here and there. Right. Would that. Yeah. And then do you say no at that point? Like, oh, never mind. Like something came up. I can't make it. <laughs> That's going to be hella obvious. But is it fair for you? Eh. Who knows? Right. <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't, I was telling you how I don't really have like a lot of like horrible disaster days or anything douchey like that. But the one that came to mind was a date that I went on and almost cost me my life. (laughs) because that's not radical right right like. <laughs> that's, that's pretty normal right that's a standard no <laughs> um so i went on a date dinner was okay i mean the conversation the spark was clearly not there as much but the guy was like hey you what I'm, I'm riding my bike do you want to go for a ride at the end of the date and i was like being my adventurous ass i was like sure that sounds cool let's go guys i almost it, this wouldn't exist so i get in the in the back of the thing and then the guy decides to get on the highway and do like a wheelie situation that they do (laughs) i almost slipped out of like i think i like scratched the shit out of him like trying (laughs) to stay alive
1: because the this bitch's
0: nails are on fleek where where, back in the day Pre-COVID they were, but yeah, like I legit saw my life flash in front of me, like I was like, this is it, this is how I go, goodbye world, like it was nice, so your girl over here almost died on the 101, Um, so yeah, needless to say, we also didn't go on day number two, yeah. So that was as much as like, like disastrous as it gets for me. Like But
1: I think like now the normalcy is online
0: dating. Yeah. I mean like I think we, we got say to normal us, but, yeah. but is it? I think for us it could be that it's pretty common or Well, when I I'm gonna sound so
1: old, but like the initial online dating was POF, plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. I this was definitely over the seven OG's years knows ago about. yeah <laughs> you guys can look it up now it's like shady but back then it was pretty trendy when it first came cu- out it was one of out. the first ones yeah yeah it was still my master's program over freaking eight years ago when pof came out mm-hmm. and it was it was very similar to like messenger or something along the lines like <laughs> not facebook about. messenger guys like old school facebook anyways the oldies will know what i'm talking about but then like tinder became a thing Mm -hmm. maybe about four or five years ago is it that old oh yeah it's gotta be yeah Yeah. and tinder was like oh dating how
0: cool is this Right? And then it, yeah. it turned into Ratchet. And- but I think they hit the nail in the head with the fast-paced society that we're in. Such immediate gratification. You literally swipe left or right for this people on Tinder. Or even on POF or Match.com or any of those. Or Bumble. Um, or Bumble or whatever. I think Bumble is a trendy now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But like, it's that immediate gratification Actually, thing where it's like, boom, boom, the, boom, the
1: boom. The NBA pri- players, their jerseys, they have Bumble on it they're one of the sponsors that's how rich bumble is that's how
0: much money they make yeah Yeah, that's what i'm
1: saying like it's there the money is there for online
0: dating so i can see why it took off like wildfire because of the like how we're so used to like boom give me what i want make me give me those that dose right away that we were talking about right. unhappiness, you get that. And you get that feedback of like, ooh, you're desirable. So it, it it is a recipe for disaster as far as like addiction and how easy it is. I think it's convenient. And like you were saying, it became the norm almost to do online dating for professionals, for people that are busy, college students, who knows? It just took off.
1: I mean, I think it's easy.
0: Like you don't yeah. actually have to put
1: any effort into it. Like you, it's How literally mean? at the
0: tip of your fingers. <laughs> and some people literally don't put effort <laughs> in their profile. <laughs> well,
1: and then, and then you have options. Like you can—I don't know about women out there, but in my experience on online dating, when I join things like Bumble or Tinder or whatever, the amount of attention that I get is so overwhelming it to is. go yeah. through all those messages. Like you can easily hit if I pick certain type of pictures not that I'm being like sexual or anything like that it like it literally like I will get flooded with at least 200 messages a day like it's crazy Mm -hmm. and I literally have to take time of my day to go and filter through all of those like is this desirable it is a full-time
0: job dude
1: it can literally be that but but it's easy you know what I mean like oh I'm feeling depressed I need some attention let me open up a bullet count Mm -hmm. real quick Mm -hmm. and then I just get this all everybody
0: how you doing beautiful
1: Oh you're doing beautiful.
0: Oh, your ego gets
1: yes. stroked with that. Oh yeah, Big for time. sure. Mm-hmm. And I think like right now in society, being single is trendy. Like being mm-hmm. single is it. Like find yourself. Look for a goal in your life. Did it 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 like <laughs> My way of explaining things. But I really do think it's like a big thing. Like we were just joking about it earlier. Like the reggaeton song. Like, estar soltera, estar de moda. But it really is like, oh, women are single and empowerment. And
0: like, F the patriarchy. Like I think it is a trend that followed by the feminism recently. And in, in female empowerment. And in, 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 in we're talking females because... It tends to be, I don't know that men make such a big deal of like, I'm being single, yay. In women, it's more like, I'm independent, I'm single, I want to be alone. But it's also, um, it just trends, just like we started this conversation about dating online and how that kind of became a trend and it took off and it was convenient for the type of society that we live in. Um, it, it also changes with time. Like you're saying, people are enjoying more single life right now, especially females, and people are dating for different reasons now. Yeah. Because of that convenience of online dating and Tinder and Bumble and.
1: Yeah, I feel like even dating has is more lightweight than it was before. Like, did you, I'm gonna sound so old, but back in the day, like <laughs> if I wanted to go on a date, like in college, if I went on a date, I went on a date because I was getting some attention of some sort, which
0: god willing it was gonna lead to them getting signed right. the you int- know like but the oh. intent was you're dating for long-term commitment i feel or sex. i don't know but i don't know that we're getting older and now we see that perspective but i mean but personally no, it's like
1: hey you seem like a cool human let's go hang out and we might make some stupid decisions later but like <laughs> fuck it you know what i mean like whatever comes comes where before it was like okay we're going on a date why Mm-hmm. Like what is your intent over us going on a date? And how much money are you gonna spend on me?
0: Like that, it that was seems back like back then you back feel back then
1: I feel like
0: I, I agree. I think and again, I'm speaking from personal experience like we try to do over here. Um uh, but I, I don't think I had that mentality, like early even during my college years which which tend to be more like free will, fun years sometimes for some people, I never dated just with the intent for like shits and giggles and fuck around and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was always like, I mean, I not that I wanted to marry like in six months, but it was always with the intent of a committed relationship versus now that is kind of like not the norm, but it's pretty common Yeah, that people, millennials are dating just. I mean, I want to say like
1: freshman, sophomore year of my college years versus freshman, sophomore year of my master's years dating had switched in such a crazy way. Like Mm in less than four years yeah like it was like okay i'm in my master's program this is a great time to marry i want to get my ring so that way when i graduate i'm ready for marriage and Mm. kids and
0: a great career at the end your beautiful checklist
1: yeah like so i i think now it's kind of like i'm not really sure what's gonna happen i want to buy a house and have a dog and travel maybe i'll get married yeah like that's kind of what i'm hearing now more than
0: yeah, And there okay. is articles and research and stuff that does align to that mentality that millennials are more focused on like Living, selfish reasons. Yes. And that don't mean selfish in a negative connotation, but it, it's very like selfish. Like I'm gonna do me boo boo. Like I'm gonna go travel and get my dog and hang out with the girls. And... Right. I, I also think that like friends with
1: benefits or hooking up is a lot more lightweight than it was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, like there is not this like negative connotation of having a friends with benefits kind of like, kinda like an
0: expectation now. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that it would be an expectation.
1: I don't know. Like, girl, <laughs> I've been single for a minute. Yeah. True. And let me tell you, like, one of the initial questions that we would have or conversations is, "You have a friends with benefits?" Majority time was a yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is is the person gonna stay around after you, you and I? I... Yeah do the deed mm-hmm. and it's kind of like well i'm not really sure because if we're not going anywhere then there's no point in me dropping my friends with benefits like plain honest mm-hmm. conversations
0: that i've had as a late 20s conversations and <laughs> so I, I and i would agree with you i think before it was not that it wasn't as common but maybe it wasn't as open Like people might be doing it and low key, like they had that, but it wasn't something to be proud of because, again, the the expectation in society was to date for marriage, right? So, it wasn't like you date for shits and giggles and you have friends with benefits and you're proud of it. (laughs) It was in a way like shaming Mm that nobody takes me seriously, so I'm not gonna say anything about this. I'm gonna keep it in the in the low low. So I don't know, and I think it is like we're saying like solteras, está de moda, like, people being single is trendy, so the friends with benefits comes in, it's like, meh,
1: pretty Maybe handy. it'll go somewhere,
0: maybe it won't. <laughs> if we waste our time,
1: it's not like I have a timeline on what we're gonna get married and have children.
0: Like, mm-hmm. meh, meh. <laughs> very, very flexible, but speaking or of... flaky. flaky. Speaking of uh hooking up and friends with benefits, ghosting, like, that, that flakiness that you're talking about, like ghosting, I think, and, and maybe it is because now they found a name for it, but I feel like it it became very, very um, common with the online dating. Absolutely. Right? Because it's, again, you have so many options that you're in a conversation with the person, and then all of a sudden, someone else comes around that you like, and you're like, ooh, and then you're this like, eh, delete to the other yeah, one. Yeah, it's kind of like a list
1: of like oh these are my top five candidates let's see who can win me (laughs) like not (laughs) egoistic at all yes it is legit ghost
0: people like like we don't have no more decency (laughs) he's like (laughs) no but i think the common decency of telling people like yo it was nice but thanks but no thanks like you just straight up ghost them you don't say anything how disrespectful is that is it though Sure is. Because I think that's like a a social questioning now. Like, is it really
1: disrespectful? Is your ego so important that someone has to explain to you when you're not even in a relationship? Like, no, dude.
0: But you're here to
1: waste time with me. Okay, okay.
0: We're all wasting time together in this app. However. (laughs) For free. For free. However, if... You have invested some time with this, even if it's within the online platform, and you haven't committed to exchanging numbers and going on a date. You're genuinely investing time in getting to know this person, and for them to just straight up ghost you and not say anything, is it an ego thing or is it like a common decency? Let me know. I think it's a I don't care thing. Okay,
1: fair enough. And but then it like brings me back to the the, the idea like do we have rules to dating? Mm-hmm. Like is there a rule to human decent on quotation marks human decency i think there letting is. someone else right like sure. or the three date rule like you're supposed to go on three days before you have sex or is that a rule i know that that was a rule <laughs> back in the 90s guys <laughs> right or like the... oops. <laughs> but like, for me i wouldn't give my number out until after i met the person
0: on the first date like, that was one of my rules. Like, See, that wouldn't I work would nowadays, guess. right? Because you go, and then, oh, I guess. And it it's... <laughs> I was thinking, like, You just like, have to be school. very clear with
1: boundaries. Like, because a lot of... And this is where it gets, like, really tricky. Because for a lot of men, and the same as women, I'm not just, like, saying one or the other. Like all right, you don't
0: want to give me your number? F you, I have number 335 waiting over here. Like, but, 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 I'm a plate devil's advocate over here. Or if, I don't even know if that's the term, if this is what I'm about to do. But to me, if I'm talking to a guy online dating and he doesn't want to give me his number, it could be that he has this rule. My brain goes, this motherfucker is married you know what i mean like he's not giving me the number because he doesn't want me to like call him on that like because the app he has it hidden on a folder on his iphone under like seven thousand other apps shady right i've never thought about that girl (laughs) i got you i'm the little devil on your shoulder Mm, he's married he's cheating on you i'm not broken at all but um (laughs) But that's where I go Where for you. And that's why that communication to me back to ghosting and let me know why. It's it's a great area because at that point you're getting to know the person. So where is the line of on um, them respecting you and genuinely getting to know you and this is your form of communicating versus that's my rule and I don't have to explain shit to you and I don't give my number until I feel comfortable and it's been three months and then I'm here sitting like, yeah, he's not giving me his number, which comes from my own baggage and my own shit right but I think it leaves room for that right and so I think I think the date rules or whatever
1: are like not something that is a thing as much
0: as it was before right I think it's whatever works for you right individually as a right. unique person in this world
1: and because singleness is trendy like um
0: uh, uh, do I really care at this point it just kind of feels like it's like a uh, it goes back to the purpose. Why are you dating, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you here to truly, Jen? And again, whether that's online or old school, you meeting someone through work or through friends. What is the purpose of you getting into this? Are you trying to, fucking, wham-bang? Thank you, ma'am. Or are you trying to get a ring? And I think like that in
1: itself is scary when you're talking about that. Like, when i when I was on dating sites and a guy would be like, "I'm ready to get married. Let's meet. Let's talk." I'm committed. That's a I'd be intense. like, "Whoa!" <laughs> um, but it's it's, I, it's know, so hard. Like, it, it's literally a really great area it's that we need
0: Super to gray figure because out. As much as I want to embrace that autonomy and you do what works for you, you're getting in territory of somebody else's also emotions and time. So that area gets kind of gray. Yeah. Um.
1: I think the big piece with dating is the expectation. Like, I hear you say constantly, like, what is your intent? What are you here Mm -hmm. for? And with that, I think, like, expectations play a huge part. I heard... You mean mean standards? No. Expectations. Say more. We talked about that on Toxic Relationships, season one. And I just heard expectations are the mother of disappointment and resentment. Facts. If you're coming into this world of dating with a set of expectations and your little checklist, like you're just setting up yourself for failure, right? Um, but I think the big part of that has to do with social media. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this that relationship the game. Oh, oh, dude, like a mofo. That like, changed. Here is the my game. perfect marriage with my perfect significant other and my f- perfect children and my
0: perfect days with my perfect entanglement. <laughs> that but that is true that puts a lot of pressure and even with everything that we've been saying about like being single is trendy and whatnot for some people if that's your lens and you're looking at that that's where you're gonna go but then if you're not there and you're looking at this relationship goal hashtag on instagram it puts a lot of pressure or it makes you question your own relationship
1: right you know what there's this um guy who i follow on facebook Derek jackson i want to say as his name is mm-hmm. uh but there's like three or four of them i don't follow i can't remember all of their names but they sit there and talk about like your value as a woman and your value as a man mm-hmm. and how do you deal with relationships and yada 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 like and it just brings this whole like I, I know the purpose is to, like, keep people away from those toxic traits and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it really puts a damper into, like, black and white people thinking. You know what I mean? Like, mm. when people think, like, right, right. oh, he said that my man should never talk to me like that. I could never have him talk to me like that, so I'm going to stay single forever. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. very extremist. Some people can really take it to the extreme. And, and social media plays a huge role in that. Like, right. be with a man who pays for your gas. Be with a woman who's loyal even and when cooks for you. girls are hitting you up on Snapchat. Like, all
0: these expectations that are just a bunch of poop, like... Which, some of them will be the basic standard, right? Uh, of, like, you said, like, a girl that's loyal. Of course, that's, like, a standard. Not an expectation, but it's, like, yes, yeah, you, you might want to be with someone that's loyalty. Yeah. Uh, loyal to you, I mean. Uh, but definitely social media does. And, and I think... I mean, I've seen that dynamic on Instagram because I don't do Facebook, but I do more Instagram. But I do see the whole like, this is what you should be looking for in a relationship. And this is what you're looking for and da 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 And everybody gives their opinion. And at the end of the day, it's like a overload of information and expectations and standards. And you're like, my eyes twitching over here trying mm-hmm. to figure out what I want in life. Because if you look at that entanglement that you mentioned, the Will Smith and Jada situation, for a lot of people, that was relationship goals. Right? Like, you will look at the Smiths and, like, Aww. lit. Right? Like, they have, like, the little two kids or three that Will Smith has on the, But, like, if anything, like, they were in Hollywood, like, there's a famous picture of Will, like, doing the ta da to Jada and a yeah, red yeah, carpet, yeah. right? So it's like, damn, like, I want my husband to be that excited about me and display me like that and be, like, hella proud about me. And then it turns out, little Miss Jada over here had an entanglement. Right. And right. I'm
1: sure he had entanglement oh, as well. Oh, hell,
0: entangled if, you, if we're
1: <laughs> but, being honest. But right? I think
0: like it, at the end of the
1: day, like complicated, like relationships are complicated. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like just period. There are going to be times where you're not going to get along with your significant other. You guys are not going to be eye to eye on a conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to stop talking to each other for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and, and stop then, looking at Instagram for advice, right? Except right. if it's the elephant on the couch, do come <laughs> to us. We do have
1: amazing advice. We know everything. <laughs> but it, it, remember that uh, relationship status on on, on Facebook, Facebook <laughs> that said it's complicated. Like I remember some of my friends like flipping out because their significant
0: others would write it's complicated. But it became, I think it borderline became petty ah. because like if I got into an argument with my significant, and I never did that. Mm, right never say never but Uh, i never updated my relationship status on facebook but i did see some people that were petty like they get into an argument and they boom it's it's complicated and then the next day they make up and like in a loving relationship (laughs) or it's engaged and i'm like geez yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, and and social media is such a good way for you to get attention when you're not in a good place with your significant mm, other. Like, you yes. can be like, I'm so sad. Like, relationships are hard. And I bet you, if you're a woman interested in men, you will receive about 500 penis message requests. Right. For
0: just saying that in your inbox. <laughs> like, because... Or, of, or uh, the, hey, way beautiful, you're, you're you deserve too much, you deserve that. better, fuck him, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll <sighs> give you a better world. So, yeah,
1: just be careful, I guess, is what we're trying to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, Eh. tread carefully with social media and relationships. So, what makes a person dateable? Like, how do you know you're ready for dates? Ooh. How do do we know that we're ready to (laughs) step into this crazy world? Right back into POF. I don't miss it. I don't miss it. (laughs) Well, I think I like the whole... I don't know. That, that one, again, we were talking about how it's individual and it's every person. Um, so it's going to be very different me being ready than you being ready to get back in the...
1: I want to give full disclosure journey. that I made a conscious choice to be, this is crazy, celibate for 10 months in my little journey of happiness and to be completely dry phone single... Like no messages coming into my phone of flirting or nothing of that sort for about a year.
0: Mm-hmm. I was
1: like, I really need to stop the bullshit. Like mm-hmm. I was dating, I was going out, I was meeting with people and, and the celibacy piece and the year off are separate occasions. Right. Um and and it was really an attempt to kind of like reset. Like I need to reset and stop and figure out what is it that I really desire. What is it that I want to do? What are my standards? What whatever. And I let me tell you, man, like when we talk about like being whole and finding your happiness, like I would not be able to set boundaries with my significant other today if it wasn't for me taking that time off. Mm-hmm. And really sitting down and be like, mmm based on this post on Instagram, that's a no for me. No, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I really did like have time to just sit there and ponder like, oh my God, like this piece in my house feels so good. I mm-hmm. cannot
0: have that piece disrupted. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, a, I mean, and, and I think that works. However, it's, it's very great. Because like, is there such thing as you being whole, right? And then people's, do we shame people that date without being healed themselves and emotionally available?
1: Yeah, because I think, like, I saw a post something like that where it was like, stop shaming people who are not ready for a relationship. Like... But still get out there. But still go out there and find that relationship. Like, just because you desire a relationship and you're not whole doesn't mean that you should just not date, period. Like, cause so, shame on
0: you for wanting a relationship when you haven't worked on yourself. So if I'm healing and I'm going through something myself, I am still deserving of love and attention, so it is okay to put myself out there. Right. Sort that Right? That's what yeah. the post was. Yeah. And I can agree with part of that but the other piece of me is like then why are you again when i said earlier how yeah do you boo boo but it's also taking into consideration that now it's not only about you and what's gonna happen with this other person's feelings right Right. because i mean it's a i'm all all for do you boo boo but if you're jumping in the rodeo or whatever the ring of the (laughs) thing um for dating what are you doing if you're not whole, if you're not ready? Like you're saying, you took time off because you understood and you acknowledged, I'm not ready. Like, I need to really find my own happiness. And I think it boils right down to that. Being honest with yourself, right? And, And... I'm guilty of that too, like getting into into entanglements because I just wanted, I didn't want to be alone, whether it's I didn't want to be in my head, be alone, it was boring, my friends were in relationships and I wanted one too because it looks fun, or I wanted someone to hang out and go to dinner with, but it wasn't emotionally available for that level of commitment. Right. And I don't want anybody right. to shame me because I deserve to have fun and shits and giggles. But then what about the other person's feelings?
1: Right. And, and there, and this is where it gets like the gray area, right? Cause there's really young people mm-hmm. who are not emotionally mature or mentally ready to provide that level of commitment and they work it out in the relationship. Right. Like they go in there saying, I want, this is my human. Yeah. I'm keeping this human. Mm-hmm. I don't have what it takes. But I'ma figure it out. And they figure it out. And then you see marriages, you know, of 20, 30 Mm -hmm. years. They're like 45 years old. And you're like, what? You've been married for 25 years? When did you guys start dating? Oh, we're high school sweethearts. And you're like, oh. But it took so
0: much growing to do together through that. But it takes willingness Absolutely. to go there right because 100%. that's what that's what makes a difference and
1: we don't we don't get to say oh you're not whole you're not happy how are you supposed to if you don't love yourself you can't really love others can you not and the answer is can you maybe work through it through somebody
0: that might be able to kind of push you to that right but that's and we talked about that with toxicity too or with red flags Right. If someone recognizes, acknowledges their deficits, and they're willing to put in the work, then you stay with them, shoulder to shoulder, and you put in the work together. But if somebody says, "Eh, we've been together for X amount of time. I need space to figure myself out," like the fuck out of here with that shit. Well, and I think it goes <laughs> get back your to- space, boo. But don't expect me
1: to be here waiting for you. That's when we talk. Are you dateable? Like what? type of dater are you we can even take to are right. you fun fun filling dater because i had i had guys that were my friends quote unquote my friends right like there's no goal of him being my friend forever and i'm gonna tell him my deepest darkest secrets mm-hmm. but we went on dates we realized the spark wasn't there i didn't really want to have any intimacy involved in that but he was cool as shit let's go hang out and we just hung out like Mm -hmm. and that was the point of our dates like right just hanging out
0: but that that takes two people or one person being honest Right. right right and 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 again it boils right down to that is it selfish are you willing to put up with that and put in the work again we're not saying people that are not whole quote unquote whatever that means are not deserving of love or time and affection and support through their healing process. But to me, I think it, it does make a difference Them willing to be able to put in the work. Right. If you sit here and tell me or pretend or like, what's the word? Like, just keep, keep feeling me. Yeah, like keep giving me hope, but you're not really putting in the work. That's not fair for me. Right. right? And at that point, it comes right back to you. It's on you to make that decision whether you stay or you go. Right. If you see them putting effort, stay and support them and figure it out. If you see that they're, like, just playing games. Right. Going back to that flakiness, right? Mm-hmm. So one of
1: the things that actually makes dating fun, fun appealing, or that makes it easy to com- <laughs> easy to do, I don't know, <laughs> is being upfront and honest. It's really about... That's what we're talking Right. About. Like saying hey, I'm going to be clear. These are the standards that I want. This is where I stand. This is where I'm going, Mm -hmm. right? And we can hang out and be friends with benefits or we can hang out and go on dates and then that's it. I think the other thing too is like you have to really, nobody wants to date somebody that can't communicate. Nope, <laughs> we <laughs> so, do like, not. Part of having those standards, part of having that honesty, like please have a uh, conversation topics to talk about, like and if it's something that you're not very comfortable with, like how can you expand those social yeah. aspects of your life to mm-hmm. kind of bring more to the table? Yeah,
0: you got. I mean, to me, one of the biggest one is being emotionally available, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, and that might mean. You're not emotionally available, but you're willing to put in the work to be, right? So to me, that's a big one, like being available and willing to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Well,
1: and you kind of have to stay out of your head, right? To be emotionally available, you have to kind of like keep your head out of your ass. ass. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Like there's a lot more out there than just... You and what you're living in, where you're at, and, like, and that comparing all the time, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Really figuring out like, what is it that I want? What, where am I at? What do I want to do? Not
0: be- let me one up. Uh, don't be a one upper. <laughs> <laughs> be be confident. I think that's sexy. That's appealing. Someone that's confident, like,
1: yes, you can, get it. You know what? Like, I think for women, I don't know about men, but for women. Like, you can be a pretty not-so-good-looking person. Average-ish. Ish. 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 But if you have game, yo... Like, women will be all over
0: you. Verbo mata carita. Yes,
1: like, if you have game, if you're able to tell me how beautiful my face is and And you make me laugh. Make, oh,
0: yes, dude. A charisma is, like, there definitely... Was, a there, thing. there was a meme that said that if you keep them laughing, they keep their eyes closed. So they can look at
1: you. Please make sure you're clear about the number of teeth you have.
0: be honest about that yeah but I
1: think like even being positive like when you come if you're grumpy and angry like coming into a date with that
0: attitude might not be no nobody wants to date sadness from inside out (laughs) like as much as we are anger or Or... disgust I low-key want to date fear (laughs) 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 I low-key like I'm I'm attracted to your little superhero fear is purple Oh, okay, okay. I see you with the, with the, with the shade, shade. With the shade. I was thinking like the purple color. Not. I know, you're like disgust. Yeah. The, and your significant yes. other is fear. Ew. <laughs> Save me, disgust. <laughs> uh, so, what about timing? Let's talk. Do we believe in faith and at the right person, the, the right time, the right person comes? Whoever, higher power you believe in, send it to you. I honestly I've heard
1: stories I think I think I wasn't prepared to my for my significant other a year ago mm-hmm. like no right now like things when we have disagreements and he gives me feedback like I don't think I would have been able to take it mm-hmm. <laughs> a year ago. I probably would have flipped out so I do think that timing is definitely a thing. Like, oh, yeah. my sweetheart in high school, I really wish we would have stayed together forever. Uh, no, things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. I am a big, a big believer in things happening for a reason.
0: And sometimes people are just really good at dating. Like, you're great. Like, you have that personality, that charisma, the conversation, laugh. But then you get into a relationship and it's... And they suck. Wah, wah, they, they're good wah. at, like, that immediate gratification. He's funny. But then when you want something deeper... Then it's like you keep hitting a wall and you're like, uh, 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 what's there? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing is there. Right.
1: It's kind of like the very good looking person that are like when you meet on the first day, you're like, oh my God, he's super hot. He's funny. He's this. He's that. And then you really get to know them and you realize they're they're like selfish. There's nothing in there. Or egoistic or mean, you know, like Narcissist things that you really need to like start thinking
0: about long term <laughs> that the muscles are not able to cover. No, But let's talk about culture because we always do that in this space. We, we acknowledge that that is a big piece of humanity. Um, so culture, again, we always talk from our perspective. We do come from Mexican background. I think in the Latino community, in specific Mexico. Mexico, narrowing it down a little more, it's very traditional. Religion plays a role. Very traditional. You have to be a virgin until you get married type of thing. I mean, maybe we're overgeneralizing by now. Things could have changed by now. But I think back in the day, like we keep saying, I think it was kind of like the standard. Yeah. If now you were like low-key shamed for now. I,
1: I... I'm a single mother. I am dating someone who is outside of my race. I don't even like using the word race. Right. Um, And we're just different, like completely different cultures, literally opposite sides of the globe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, some of the beliefs that he brings to the table are very different than the beliefs that Mexicans bring to the table. And sometimes he's kind of left wondering like, well, what's the purpose of that? And I'm like, I don't know, but just trust me. <laughs> but just do it. That when we go home, you have to say this. Like manners and education and yeah. values and <laughs> respect mm-hmm. is such a huge piece to our community. Like respect, honor. Yeah. I was telling you, like honor is a big piece. You bring honor to your family. Mm-hmm. Like people, at least in my in my community, to this day, they're still like last names outside of their doorstep like familia oh yeah martinez yeah, yeah. velasquez <laughs> like, it's like super intense but like really honor respect values education and when i mean education i don't i'm not talking about books education i'm talking about manners
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like the the, uh, the honor you uphold within your community like those are huge pieces yeah and if we don't, if you're not addressing it when
0: you bring it to family, like mm-hmm. your significant other kind of takes, yeah, a lower stand, and and that is like I said, very traditional roles, like the, those boundaries, the PDF. I don't bring my significant other and we sit in the couch and then I sit on his lap in front of my dad. Oh, hell no, my dad. Hell to the no, no, no.
1: Well, and you can't, like, you're not even allowed to sleep together until you're married.
0: Even if you're in their house and you're like... So get this, like, in here, you live with your significant other. (laughs) Your parents know damn well that y'all are living together. What's the, like, cohabitating, whatever. But yet, you come visit them for the weekend, y'all can not sleep together. He needs to sleep on the couch. <laughs> what a clownery. Little daughter. <laughs> what a clownery. Because we know damn well that the moment we get home, guess what? We're going to be in the same bed. <laughs> but it's We're respect be to the house. Respeta la casa. Si, you her. have to respect the house. It's more because you're, res- yeah, it's it's their home <laughs> The religion, okay, and their religion their sex the, the end yeah
1: <laughs>
0: but and then the other
1: the other piece to that I think like there's a lot of like chivalry in within our culture so like even is, if, is there
0: still in 2020
1: yeah dude like I think my mom is still expecting my significant other to ask for my hand even um. though we live together and I birthed a child outside of marriage like <laughs> <laughs> pero en fin la hipocresía.
0: <laughs> the hypocrisy <laughs> But I think there's still this expectation <laughs> that there's gonna be this like dinner <laughs> where like my significant other is gonna say for my for your hand in marriage bring flowers all yeah like marriage.
1: can I can
0: I marry your daughter because my, my brother in law did that decides. my brother in law did that for I my have sister. a masters I paid my own fucking bills been raising a child on my own but but I need still. permission your dad still has to give your hand in marriage I need permission and my cuñado did it with my older sister we were just talking about that the other weekend like. I told my sister, my older sister, that you questioned that I had. <laughs> I, said, oh, like, I said, like, you gave us such a good example. <laughs> Too bad we didn't listen. <laughs> Too bad we didn't follow it. <laughs> but they did, like, the old school, like, He came to visit, and it was very, like... Dude, He needs to go already. It's 8 p.m. Yes, like, fuck
1: Facebook official. In Mexican culture, meeting the familia is fucking official. Right. Like, fuck Facebook. All 200 of them. Fuck tagging them is, like, you
0: take them to the big quinceañera that's official Ooh, boy you can ready get married you bring him to a wedding and all like theas are like ooh, who's that mija like especially if it's outside of the ch- rent show, yeah. if it's outside of the race it's like you just brought in like a gold dime <laughs> that you had to show up i would like, be so pissed if it's my wedding and you show up with something like that i'd be like girl you're taking away the shine <laughs> i know <laughs> we well, be ready because <laughs> my man does not look mexican one bit <laughs>
1: But it, it really is like, I really want to say, fuck Facebook official. If you're not meeting all 200 members of her family, are you really her man? Mm-hmm. Did her mama cook for you? And if the answer is no,
0: are you you're really probably problem. You're not sticking around.
1: But family goes above relationships. I, I don't know. Like, I saw some post one day about like, would you get mad? Who would you get mad at if your dad and your husband start yelling who do you leave with <laughs> like who do you stand up for yeah like that kind of and my and my my answer was like i'm gonna tell my husband to shut the fuck up before we both get our asses whooped like i not that my dad is gonna pull out the belt and right, do something right, crazy right. like that but like i just know that the relationship with my parents are gonna be strained so badly the conflict is gonna linger for about a year. He's That's, probably not gonna be welcome to the house. And then I like Thanksgiving. My mama cooks good. Like, that
0: means I'm probably not gonna be able to go the whole time. Like,
1: yeah, the but. Drama in
0: but that. that to me, like, I'm, I'm hearing you and I probably, I'm aligning there. But also, like, part of me is like, if it was the, the other way around and I get into a entanglement with my <laughs> mother in law. Bet your ass, I want my significant other to side with me, right? Because i 'Cause I'm gonna be like, yo, you didn't have my back. Like yo mama's crazy, you get out of here with your with your mama issues. <laughs> you know? But I would I would want him to stick up for me, right? And yet the other way around, if my significant other is disrespecting my father, <laughs> then I'll be like, Yo, you know, shut up. <laughs> you don't talk to daddy like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. But but and then part of me also feels like my dad will get over it. Like that's unconditional. I need to back up my man over here and be like, "Dad, like you're stepping off. Like, you and I need to talk." I don't know if I. Did I, that. I I know I would probably. Get I think slapped. that would be a healthy thing, right? That Set that boundary be, yeah. with your dad and say, "Like,
1: dad, like, like like this is not." Let's just acknowledge that within our community,
0: like at least in my Mexican community, boundaries are not a thing. But that again, that culture piece is important because when you do date someone outside of what you know in your own culture. You gotta be mindful of that. You gotta be flexible. You gotta be wi- willing, to want to learn and get to know truly their and why that's important right, to them. Right, right. Like we say hi
1: with kisses, like yeah. in Mexican culture. When you mm-hmm. come in, and it's like always so awkward when your significant other is not within with the culture, because yeah. you kind of like do this halfway kiss. <laughs> My like, cousin
0: is great. It's at like that. an
1: awkward hug slash like cheek touch. You
0: reach out for like the, the hand, like,
1: and it turns into a weird hug, and
0: it's like. Or that's are they, part of the culture. Or like. they might get jealous. Like, you have, like, a friend that is not even, like, family, and then the friend, like vecino, de la comadre, da-da-da, shows up, and then you go hug him and kiss him, and your significant other might be like,
1: what? What was, that? What was yeah. that?
0: And they don't understand. Oh, that's just how we roll. Like, we hug and kiss everybody. Yeah, like,
1: are you flirting with your cousin? No, that's my cousin, and that's, like, my brother. That's my nino's kid. That's how I, like... <laughs> that's how I hug him and that's how I take pictures with them, and that's how I give him kisses because that's my cousin like that's cousin love mm-hmm, you know Yeah. but if you're not inside of that
0: like r- that circle this is really might weird. be questionable yeah, yeah for like, sure for, you get the weird like hmm what the fuck was that like I yeah it, yeah but I think but culture is important when it comes to dating right if you date within your own culture and race even then you still have to learn their family culture the way that they do things in their family yeah, you might be both we're not the Mexican, as touchy as I am, and we're sure. both, I think, in a
1: pretty equal realm when it comes to me- Mexicanidad or whatever that might mean.
0: Mexicanismo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and I also think, like, going back, I think I always, always bring back always
0: Novelas. Bring
1: but La Rosa back. de Guadalupe. Oh, my God. Like, I think it does play a big part on dating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have these women that are like... Jose Manuel es mío. Ah, like this rage, like this love is making me act crazy. But even like in our culture, I think we love hard. Like loyalty Mm. is such a big deal
0: Mm -hmm. and such a big deal and for some people that are like biracial like that's an appeal like oh la latina we are uh, i'm gonna date a latina because they're so passionate and they're like da 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 and and then they meet me and and then they realized (laughs) tanya
1: doesn't like hugs cold (laughs) Cold
0: (laughs) cold-hearted but yeah sometimes we do get just like we said with mental health and um that pattern of what novelas and what we see growing up, we do learn that sometimes that extreme, like, oh, like, like I'm I I'm would die without and, okay. you. Yeah, like, like, I'm thinking of Itati Cantoral, like, she's like, <laughs> yeah. best male, like, <laughs> dies. like, And I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, oh, that's what I need to do if I'm in love. I don't do that. Right, but right. But that can play a big role, because telenovelas are always playing, and, well, back in the day. I don't know about that anymore. I mean, they probably are. Probably still, they are. Right? I definitely watched the novelas with a friend of mine. I don't do that anymore, but keep keep in mind that culture
1: is important and what it plays when you are starting those first stages of, of relationship
0: building and you understanding that, out there, yeah. yeah, and what that looks like. But for me. that you putting yourself out there to date, you got to take that into consideration. My background, my environment, my values, my culture what am I expect? What are my standards? Because if I am dating and I expect someone to open the door and send me flowers and do all these wonderful things, and this person that I'm dating doesn't come from that background, doesn't mean that they don't care. Doesn't mean that they don't want to do it, but they don't know that that's important to me and goes to right back that piece of putting in the work. Right. If you show them like, "Yo, this is important to me," and they fulfill that need, then they're showing you the effort. If you tell them, "Yo, send me flowers once in a while," and they still don't do it they're showing you their effort. (laughs) Right. Right. So,
1: right. And it's really, I think when it comes to dating outside of your own culture, like advocating for what you think it's right, it's something that constantly has to happen. And it's going to be needed if that's going to be successful. And if you're coming into the relationship, having stereotypes about who we are, I'm letting you guys know you're setting up yourself for failure because yeah. that's stereotypical don't, and low key racist. It's so
0: I, it gets on my nerves when they like, oh, she's like exotic Latina, La so she's she's spicy. spicy. I mean, I don't get that them pale as AF, <laughs> but like, oh, like spicy, like exótica, like exotic I love Latina your accent. Ay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think it's important to keep those things in mind. Like, as much as we're talking about all these things, like we want to keep. Uh, you guys grounded in that this doesn't apply to everybody right. and you have to ask questions. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So in order to be a, what we gather from like being successful or dating, being dateable, you have to, again, I think it starts with asking yourself the question, what's my intent? Why am I putting myself out there? Is it for shits and giggles and to fuck around? Great. But be honest about that. This is my two cents feel free to take them or not. Um, But I think you have to be honest, right? Like if if you're swiping left and right on Tinder, let people know if you do make the commitment to meet eventually, put it out there. I don't know. Some people think it might be crazy to ask those questions date one. Like, what is your intent? Like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to marry or you're trying to just fuck around? I don't know. Some people are, and again, people are not always going to be honest, right? Because if the guy wants to get in my pants, he's going to tell me what I want to hear. Right right but and the other way around
1: women do the same thing too right guys. women do the same thing too mm-hmm. like and and this idea of like maybe i'm so amazing that i can convince him or convince her that we want or we need something else. Like, again, you're setting up
0: yourself for failure. In that. Right. It, it's got to start there with yourself. You have to um, be able to genuinely invest in building that connection with the person that you're dating. And it takes two, to not tango. one. Mm-hmm. If it's one, it could turn into
1: stalking and you will get charges. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound like a personal
0: experience <laughs> at
1: all. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I really do, I want to validate what you're saying and like being clear of what your expectations are but most importantly like listen to the other person's expectations if they're telling you they just want to f around they just want to f believe around them it. like yeah like if they're saying i'm not
0: ready for a relationship believe they're them. not ready for a relationship <laughs> yeah because sometimes we we hold on to the hope and like nah he's saying that but he doesn't know me yet wait till he meets me and Talk then. about that insecure,
1: Dulce, man. You said that it just triggered mm-hmm. thoughts that I've had in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so the other piece too, I think, is kindness. Mm-hmm. Like what 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 is kindness to you? If you want to be like
0: successful at dating, what what is kindness? Being mean? kind during dating, I think it is um, again giving giving your partner whoever you're dating like being open and genuine about who you are. Being kind is also showing who you really are and not painting this different picture just because you want that validation. Uh, And with that, also allowing them to grow with you. Let them know what you need. Right? I I gotta say something about that. Like, I
1: have been the person that really wants to please Mm -hmm. and tries to show, like, her best side. And I'm gonna let you know, something, when the right person is right, you can show the nasty side and they continue to love you. Like, they continue mm-hmm. to choose to be with you. Yeah. Not not in the sense that they're going to sit there and deal with all your crap. That's not what I'm saying. But they they see the the not-so-pleasing side of you, and they're mm-hmm. like, it's okay, babe. I know there's a bitter side of you. Yeah. Let's keep
0: working towards that, you know? There is a, a thing that I read probably on Instagram, like I always do, but it was something along the lines of that that, you should never be afraid to say how you feel or what you need in a, in the right relationship. If you say something and that breaks, quote unquote, the relationship, that it wasn't the right relationship for you. It wasn't mm-hmm. the person that you need. So you shouldn't fear saying something out of like, oh, they're not going to like it. They're not going to be with me. The person that is the right person for you will put in the work. And be. I think it's important to kind of have your
1: alone time of grounding yourself and figuring out your happiness in order for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Because... Once you, and this is from personal experience, once I experienced my alone time and my happy by myself with my own peace in my own house of like idleness and it felt so good, best guaranteed when when a significant other did not fulfill what I needed in my cup, it was really easy for me to walk away without the, oh, but he he brought so much to the table. Maybe we could have done this. Maybe we could have done that. Like literally all of that just dropped automatically. Because I was like, he can't bring it to the table. But I've brought it to the table to myself before. So it's not needed. Bye, Felicia. And walked away.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: it's, I, I honestly think that there's some truth
0: to the loving yourself in order to love somebody else. Right. And with that alone time, I think autonomy plays a big role for a healthy relationship. Being able to understand that concept that your partner does need time by themselves with their friends to fulfill their own self cup of whatever it's they need individually
1: have to tell you everything they're doing i'm not your mom i don't need to be giving you permission i don't need to be knowing when you're coming back and i don't need to be texting you to make sure that you're safe Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and even in dating like in that dating stage it's important like that whole like Do you want me to come see you? Oh, no. Do you want to? Oh, no. Do you want? Yes, I want you to come see me, fool. I ain't got time for this shit. I put my baby to sleep at 830. Like, are you coming or are you not? Like, being very direct and upfront about those expectations, I think it's huge Mm -hmm. in the initial phases of dating. And if somebody's like, dang, so direct, you're so needy.
0: Yeah. or when they text like I, I used to get that back in the day when i was dating like the the w y d the what you're doing Th- that's the amount of effort that you're putting into getting to know me w y d you didn't even take like hi. or like hey they you up like sup like oh, that's guy. That's what's up. The
1: guy. Like, Look put
0: it. in the time and commitment. Like, take the time to ask me. Like, how is your day? What are you doing? What do you want? Or the W Y D? Then they expected me to put in. Like, oh, I'm not doing anything. But let's plan this. And then I go into this whole ass detail about things. Like the que level. Whatever. Put in the commitment, people. I think that's something that's gonna help you being successful at dating for sure. Right. Like you get that W Y D. Block their ass.
1: (laughs) Not judgmental at all.
0: You don't teach them. (laughs) You just like cut them out and be like, bye. I got time for that. But you got to be able to communicate, right? If if that bothers me, I need to tell this person because they're new to me. They're barely getting to know me and my boundaries and my limits and my expectations and standards and blah, 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 blah. But I need to tell them. If I just get pissy and don't say anything like I swallow it and I swallow it and I swallow it, then I'm never going to. Change that, right? But if I say like, yo, it really bothers me when you do the W Y D thing. It shows me that you're not invested, you're not committed. I get it. You're in the middle of rushing from work, whatever, and that's all you can do by all means. But if it's always, we're going to have a problem here. Right, right. And setting
1: those clear boundaries in that Mm -hmm. sense. I think healthy conflict resolution, I am guilty as charged for that one. Like, Uh, I get uncomfortable with anything and I just shut down. And part, in, in my initial phases of dating, that was brought up. Like, every time that I do something that you don't like, you shut down, you stop talking to me for the rest of the day, and it kind of, like, feels not smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, if that happens at the beginning of the relationship, what's going to happen later on when you guys have, like, bigger, more intense Run. conflicts, <laughs> right? So, it, I mean, it was addressed with me, and I'm, and I'm very happy that he had the ability to say, this is what you do. Like what's going on you're not telling me that something's bothering you and i can feel the energy shift which that takes a lot of maturity guys i cannot tell you expect that from every man or from every woman because i don't know if it's really there but i think it's important to address those things at the beginning of dating i know that like with some people that i that i surround myself with those tough conversations happen within the first month or two of them dating
0: they now but it, but it, it is it is complicated because again the, the initial stages of dating are very honeymoony like right mm-hmm. so you don't really want to like and, and we all do it we all fall into those patterns of like being our best self and being like super cool and like yay like I'm one of the guys so let's go <laughs> right but then it starts bothering you eventually so i mean and again it's a very easy place to fall under because it is the honeymoon stage, so you don't want to ruffle any feathers. Right, but long term, that might Those not be ruffling ideal. Feathers are actually gonna turn into high
1: conflict stuff. Become like a hurricane of feathers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I I think recognizing each other's recognizing each other's um, abilities skills greatness it, it's a huge piece to the puzzle of being successful at dating yeah. if does your significant other or want to be significant other looks amazing just say they look tell amazing. them let them know yeah like if they did something that it really like made you feel so good tell them like oh my god the other day mm-hmm. when you texted me you were thinking about me randomly throughout the day like Made my whole day, babe. Like, tell me I'm cute. And buy me
0: tacos. <laughs> and buy me tacos. grab my butt. I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember saying that to my significant other. I said, like, you showing up at home after work when you stop at the store with a bag of hot Cheetos... It's that little, like, you pay attention oh, to the things I that really I like. You But you pay, you're you paying attention to what makes me happy. And it's a little gesture, and it's not like anything fancy, but just the thought of, oh, when you went to the store, you thought of me. Like, that's cute. Yeah. But sometimes also saying it like you're saying, like, verbally, out loud, you say it, right? right. And especially, we were saying that swiping, immediate gratification thing with online dating, if you get a little too comfortable in not doing a lot of that... Your girl, your guy is getting thousands of those compliments if they're still on the dating side, right? So when, when their options are open, if you're not doing it, so bet your ass somebody else is going to do it. Right. And that feels good. Right. And so how what can I do to make them feel good about yeah. something they did
1: for me? Because if you keep like coming up with presents or coming up with ways to like create this connection with this person that mm-hmm. you're seeking right and this person is paying you no mind like you're just gonna feel deflated and by felicia like there's mm-hmm. no point in me being in a relationship where i don't feel appreciated
0: tell your man like you're looking cute today right like, do something yeah like, or so good. you can even do it like a few
1: days later like the other day when you did that like oh i think about it and it makes my day so much mm-hmm. better
0: send him so a cute easy. text in the middle of the day Ooh. right sexy pics sexy pics or just a cute little, yeah. like, I miss you. I can't wait for you to come home. Something oh. cute.
1: But I, I think, like, these are really key pieces to the puzzle on you being successful at dating. And when we talk about successful at dating,
0: we're not talking, this is how you score a long-term relationship. And this, is, you, this lands you a marriage.
1: No, I, I think what we're trying to say is... How can you make dating so user friendly <laughs> that you're probably going to be happy with what you're building? Right? Um, if if rejection happens, dude, like again, dating, zero expectations. It really means I'm trying I, I'm trying the product. I don't know if I'm ready to buy it yet. That's <laughs> what dating is. Yeah. And and if you don't like the product, there is no shame in that. Like, try it before you buy it. Right, and there you don't have it, it has nothing to do with your ego. It just means this person is not your person. Save your receipts though, <laughs> so you can take <laughs> your return <retarded> back.
0: Them. <laughs> I not think what I want. It didn't fit. What's wrong with it? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> when I bought it, it looked like it was a good idea. You know how you go to the store and they're like, "Was there something wrong?" Boy, where do I start?
1: <laughs> I guess the question is, was there something right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing. Let's start there. It might be faster if we go through what was right. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good way to wrap up. Yeah. On um, a positive note. Yeah, like
1: guys, dating is complicated, is hard in Complex. today's times.
0: Now with COVID, it's even worse. I can, it's a Pitch to try and do it in times of COVID, probably. Yeah. Gosh, bless their heart. Yeah. But, again, if you believe in timing and whatever higher power you believe in, hey. It
1: might just be around the corner.
0: And if it isn't, and
1: if it's not happening, and you're super excited about happening, like, what is the best version of yourself that you want to have offered to this person?
0: Bring to the table. Like,
1: if you're sitting here and you're like, I really want a marriage and I really want to have this and I really want to have that. Okay, that sounds great, but where do you fit in this picture? Mm -hmm. What do you need to do to provide the best version of yourself to this person that you're imagining and picturing and calling the universe to bring to you?
0: And no shame if you are in a relationship and you figure out it's not making you happy, it doesn't fulfill you, no shame in restarting. No shame in letting your boundaries, like setting boundaries and walking away. No shame in having a friend with benefits for longer than a year and realizing it ain't going
1: nowhere and it's a waste of time because it's stopping you from finding the love of your life.
0: No shame. No shame in swiping. No shame in dating in person. No shame in sleeping on the first night or waiting seven months. No shame in taking... A celibacy for 10 <laughs> months or a year. No shame and almost dying in the back of a bike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, live your life. Have fun. Dating should be very lighthearted. Be responsible. Absolutely. And 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 when I say should be really lighthearted, I say it like be careful with what you bring to the table. Right. And, and make sure that you're doing some caution control in Your side of the fence and on the other person's side of the fence. Because playing with people's emotions can get pretty sticky if it's
0: not a person who is sane. And it's just not fair and makes you kind of douchey at the end of the day. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. Again, we are so happy, excited, and all kinds of emotions being back here with you guys. We missed you. We hope you are tuning in. Follow us if you're not on social media, Facebook, Instagram, The Elephant on the Couch. Send us your feedback to the email or through a review on Apple Podcasts or any of those wonderful things. Google Play, Spotify. Yes. The Elephant on the Couch. Let us know if there's any topics. Um, let us know your, your own little disaster dates. Like, share that with us. We're going to keep it Confidential. We're going to just maybe keep it to ourselves. Um, But let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about. We always appreciate the feedback.
1: All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Until next week when we drop our next episode. Date responsibly. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope this was the start of the conversation for you. And know that you're not alone in whatever journey you're walking. We know these discussions might bring up some challenging emotions or thoughts. So please remember that although this is a safe space to start your healing process, it is not meant as a replacement for therapy. So please reach out and seek professional help. You're not alone. Don't be scared to sit with your elephant on the couch. Until next time.